Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. I am Ken Levine, your podcast host. Thanks for joining this week. And what I want to talk about in this particular episode is a form of comedy called comedy misdirection. So I'm going to talk about it and then I'm going to play an example. This is a 10-minute play that I wrote uh, a couple of years ago. And, uh, well, tell you about that first so that you know where the play comes from. Uh, I'm involved in a local theater in the Southern California area called the Ruskin Theater in Santa Monica. And once a month, they have what they call their cafe plays. And those are one-day play festivals. You get five playwrights, and at 8.30 in the morning, we are all given the same topic. And we are given two headshots of two actors, and we have to write a 10-minute play starring those actors pretty much set in a cafe because the only uh, props and sets that you are allowed is a table and a couple of chairs. And then when you finish in three hours, (laughs) the actors and the directors come and they stage it and learn it and then that night at 7:30 an audience is invited and they actually do the plays so we pretty much have 3 hours to write a 10 minute play and it's a, an awful lot of fun it's a great challenge and there are times when it comes off great and then there are times when it's just a train wreck but uh in this case uh the play that I will be sharing with you it came off pretty well. Okay, so that's what you're going to be hearing. What is comedy misdirection? Well, basically, it's two people having a conversation, but one thinks it's about one topic, while the other thinks it's a different topic. And if done well, then every line has a double meaning. And oftentimes it is set off by, say, a word with two meanings, and person A thinks that it's one meaning, and person B thinks it's another. And the key to making this work is that the audience has to know 
beforehand what each character thinks the word is. So when they're saying these lines and are somewhat confused by the responses, we, the audience, in on the joke, we hopefully laugh. It's very tricky, as you can imagine, and as a result, each line has to be very carefully constructed. But when it works, like I say, you can get a laugh on practically every line. And the good news is there's no jokes. You're not writing jokes. And if you pick up a script, you don't know what the premise is, and you just open it to the middle and you just start reading it, you have no idea that it's a comedy. It's just going to sound like a, a conversation between two people. You have no idea that based on the context, every line is, in theory, supposed to be funny. Now, to work best, I found that if you have some kind of, say, interview, you have one person asking questions and the other answering questions, and again, they both think that they're talking about something else, then it seems to work the best. At least that's what I found. So I don't remember exactly what the topic was this particular month, but I called the play Polar Opposites. And it's uh, basically two people who take very different meanings away from the word pole. And it stars Rachel Hardesty and Kevin Elan. And it was directed by Lou Saliba. And this was done, again, at the Ruskin Theater in Santa Monica. Quality is not the greatest on this. It was just a iPhone held up, but uh, you'll get the idea. So here is an example of comedy misdirection. Yeah, I'm at Starbucks. <laughs> Hiring a new pole dancer. <laughs> I had to let Bambi go. <laughs> I need someone who's willing to really interact with the customers if you catch my drift. <laughs> Shit, I don't have a pen. Uh, let me go to the counter, get one. I'll uh, talk to you later. Hey, no, I just walked into a job interview. You know what? The the voicemail from my recruiter was really garbled, so all I heard was pole. But since I've been a political pollster for nine, <laughs> I think it sounds perfect. <laughs> Wish me luck. Okay, okay, bye. Shelly Fisher. Yes, Mr. Smith. Uh, you could just call me Lester. Or, uh, Junior Lollipops, which is my nickname. Uh, Lester, so <laughs> Please, please, sit. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I hope you don't mind that we're meeting at Starbucks. Oh, uh, no, not at all. I mean, the people I work with are always on the move. In this business, there's no time to uh, have a permanent location, right? Exactly. There's always going to be that night when you say, pack it up and let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, now, uh, I know with uh, hashtag me too and that shit, 
there's certain things, uh, <laughs> certain things I can't ask you, like your religion. Right. And your age. Jewish. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, well, uh, I hope. <laughs> well, I hope what I do ask is appropriate. As you know, our line of work isn't exactly pristine. Tell me about it. Spend three weeks in Iowa. I mean, what goes on in the back room of a Des Moines Holiday Inn? Whew. Let me tell you, those boys aren't just uh, pressing the flesh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I do now. <laughs> Check out Iowa. <laughs> started on New Hampshire. New Hampshire, too. Uh, I'm learning a lot. Uh, so anyway, uh, how long have you been doing this? Uh, for money? Yeah. <laughs> Since I was 16. But I was doing volunteer work for a number of years before. <laughs> and your folks were okay with that? Of course. My parents are big proponents of polling. <laughs> well, uh, I admire your initiative. <laughs> Thank you. It's in fact, it's my experience with the polls that got me into USC. You know, you know, I thought a lot about that school. Let me tell you, I am very determined. I will be there from open to close, and then even after it closes, if the numbers aren't adding up right. God, you sent me an angel. Also, I am very comfortable with standing on a street corner. <laughs> you think with a USC degree, you wouldn't have to. That wasn't USC. My sorority trained me for that. <laughs> I missed out on so much going to Trump University. <laughs> the tribals were always trying to marry the men, but I was just trying to rack up those statistics. <laughs> well, this, this, is, this job is inside work, um, but I'm curious. Uh, what would a good day be for you standing on the corner? Six, ten? I'm kidding. At least a hundred. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm surprised you can still walk. <laughs> Hey, if you have any sisters looking for work, have them call me. Uh, so, uh, you say your name is uh, Shelly. Correct. Do you go by any aliases? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, you know, like um, Bambi, uh, or Venus, or Vixen. Well, I guess Shulamit. Shulamit? That's my Hebrew name. We've never had a shul of meat before. <laughs> but what the hell? Uh, it's uh, exotic and has meat in it. That's what my dad like calls me and he's always with me. Always? You must be very reformed. <laughs> so uh, aside from the corner, uh, when you work, do you wear anything special? Nothing. An angel, an absolute angel. If you don't mind me asking, who's funding this? Is it CNN, NBC, ABC? We pay in cash. Oh, then Fox. <laughs> Actually, uh, the, less, the less you know, the better. Right, got it, avoid the bias. Well, no matter organization's name, I just want you to know that I think you're doing a great service to America. 
You do. <laughs> Our foundation thanks you. Uh, you must really want this job. <laughs> what patriotic girl wouldn't? Do you have a record? No. Good. I don't sing. Very. Good. <laughs> I do dance though. Of course you do. <laughs> What's your favorite dance? Hava Nagila. Okay, well, that'll be interesting in England. <laughs> if this does go well, do you think I could ask you for a recommendation? Uh, sure. Thanks. I'm trying to get on Ted Cruz's staff, and I think this is just the thing to get me hired. <laughs> I know Ted Cruz, so that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, normally I'd ask you to take off your clothes now, uh, <laughs> but we're at Starbucks. Wait, what? Take off my clothes? How dare you? Really? Uh, you service a hundred guys a day and you're offended by that? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't do this job without taking off your clothes. Why would I have to be naked to ask people what they feel about voting restrictions? What job do you think this is? A political pollster, isn't it? No, it's a pole dancer. A pole dancer? It's still yours if you want it. A pole dancer? <laughs> Soon to be an Olympic event. <laughs> I have never been so offended in my life. Ugh, a good day, sir. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you a question. No, I don't jump out of cakes. Not that, <laughs> although, nice image. How much do you make a day as a pollster? 200? This pays 2,000. A night? Every night? Maybe more. <laughs> if I transfer you to Santa Monica, I can see dollar bills <laughs> flying your way when you get out of tequila. <laughs> no, still, no. Uh, you, you can pay off your student loans. USC is very expensive unless you play football. <laughs> when people think of Trojans, they don't think of sex. Well, actually, actually, you do. No, you know what? The money sounds nice, but my only agenda is to further my career. So goodbye. Hey, you're back. Do you really know Ted Cruz? <laughs> Okay, there you go. Here's your example of comedy misdirection, polar opposites. And again, it was starring Rachel Hardesty and Kevin Elaine, and it was directed by Lou Saliba. And it's a form of comedy that, again, it's tricky, but it's kind of fun. We used it a lot at Cheers, I remember. And I don't have the line specifically, but I recall that in the first season there was a conversation between Sam and Diane, and for some reason, Sam thought she was talking about sex, and she thought she was talking about yoga. And so when he's asking her questions, she says, yeah, she likes to do it a couple of times a day, and she likes to do it in public. She just gets her mat out in the middle of a park and just does it. And again, every line seem to work. So that's uh, 
you know, just a, another quill in your uh, comedy bag, the uh, form of comedy misdirection. Okay, kind of a short episode this week, but hopefully you got some laughs. Our thanks, as always, to Adam and Susie Meister Butler, to Howard Hoffman, to Bruce and Jason Miller. And uh, again, if you have any questions, because I'm going to be doing this again very soon, because I'm getting a lot of questions from you guys. Thank you so much for that, by the way. But anyway, uh, send them to me at HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. That's HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Hollywood and Levine, where I showcase a number of my cartoons, some that have sold to The New Yorker and other publications, and others that were rejected. You get to see my rejects, and you decide whether or not they should have been in in The New Yorker. And that'll do it. We will see you again next week. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Hollywood and the Fine. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.